Welcome to Two Open Doors, the podcast that explores our power to open or close the doors of relationship with the important people in our lives. We hope you'll learn from and share your wisdom with our community. Thanks for joining us. As we've discussed in prior posts, good communication between partners is one of the basic requirements for maintaining a healthy relationship. That communication needs to occur regularly, it needs to be honest but kind, and it needs to clearly convey whatever is deemed important by the two partners. One of the questions that arise in a partnership is what sort of information needs to be shared, what kinds of information, and how much. That's the focus of this post. Whether one is in a monogamous or an ethically non-monogamous intimate relationship, it's important for partners to share information about their respective lives. After all, a relationship includes three separate entities, the lives of the two partners and the joint life that they create together. That's a lot of terrain in which change can occur. On a practical footing, the partners in a relationship need to coordinate their lives in a way that's comfortable for them. That entails sharing schedules, goals, and plans. Such information is usually emotionally neutral. However, in more complex multi-partner relationships, even coordinating information can carry an emotional charge. For example, the allocation of a person's time across several partners may create questions and concerns regarding fairness, felt degree of caring and personal investment in a relationship, etc. Daily life can be complex. Emotional connection is the lifeblood of an intimate relationship. That makes it crucially important for deeply connected partners to be aware of how each is feeling, both in general and in response to specific life events. By sharing their emotional responses to various events and interactions, the partners can learn more about one another. What each values and enjoys, what may frighten or concern them, what brings them meaning, and many other glimpses into their inner life. As we know, our emotional reactions to events can sometimes be quite unexpected and difficult for us to understand. Often, our reactions are a hint that there are other, perhaps hidden, factors at play. Such situations give us food for thought in the course of trying to understand ourselves. Our ever-evolving emotional state colors all of the interactions that we're involved in, including our connections with our partners. Sharing our emotional state with our partner helps us maintain transparency with them. If we're emotionally opaque, misunderstanding can easily creep into our relationships, sometimes with catastrophic, though usually avoidable, consequences. The partners in a deeply connected relationship are privy to intimate and sometimes very sensitive information about one another. Sharing such information can be scary, unless there is deep trust to mitigate that fear. As we've noted in prior posts, trust is a cornerstone of any intimate relationship. Mutual trust can allow both partners in a relationship to relax into one another and to feel secure with their partner. People who trust one another are able to confide in one another and in so doing, they can share a deep connection in a very tangible way. Partners of that sort feel free in sharing sensitive information with one another, secure in the knowledge that that information will be treated with respect. Such intimate sharing strengthens the bond in a relationship. In cases where the partners in a relationship don't feel that they can trust one another, feelings of insecurity are likely to prevail. One common response to insecurity is to redouble one's efforts to control a situation. Tighter control may or may not be possible, but even if it is, a person who is subject to tight control is likely to feel disrespected. Distrust-based control violates the controlled person's autonomy and self-determination. 
An atmosphere of distrust and control will wreak havoc with a relationship, since such an environment puts one partner in an aggressive stance, while the other is forced into a defensive and self-protective position. Healthy relationships aren't adversarial. Mutual respect is another of the pillars of deep connection. Respecting one's partner requires that we be aware of and sensitive to not violating that partner's boundaries. One of those boundaries has to do with how much of their inner life a person is willing to share with a partner. Privacy is a label that describes respect for the limits of a person's willingness to disclose personal information. Some people are very private. They are guarded and selective in what information they are willing to share with others, including their partners. At the other extreme, there are people who seemingly are an open book. They freely share what they think, feel, and believe. Most people fall somewhere in the mid-range of this spectrum of openness. Information sharing requires a balance between one person's desire for some degree of privacy with their partner's desire for transparency or access to their partner's personal information. There is no right or wrong level of sharing. The optimum is whatever both partners want and negotiate. It's useful to dig a little deeper into the aforementioned balance of privacy and transparency. We can do this with the help of a diagram in which we depict different balance points of one partner's desire for information with the other partner's willingness to share the requested information. Those partners who share a desire to know about one another and who are willing to share their personal information can be thought of as highly engaged in their relationship. Such a relationship is healthy in that both partners' desires are being met. Such partners might feel that they gain energy by indirectly sharing in their partner's experiences. Those who are willing to share with one another, but who are comfortable with less information or fewer details, are also in a healthy relationship dynamic. Again, both are getting what they desire. The partners in such an arrangement are both generally aware of how each is doing, while leaving the details of experiences as private matters. Partnerships in which one person is eager to share with the other, but the other shows little interest, are less healthy. Such situations are marked by disengagement of the uninterested partner. That lack of interest is likely to leave the more open partner feeling dissatisfied and perhaps ignored. Situations in which the partners are neither interested in hearing about each other nor willing to share how they're feeling and what they're doing are even more problematic. Such partners are effectively living separate lives. They may adopt a don't-ask-don't-tell policy regarding sharing of personal information. Such a policy undermines the spirit of partnership. In cases in which one partner is interested in knowing about their partner, but that partner is unwilling to share much personal information, the interested partner is likely to feel distrusted or ignored. Such a situation can feel almost adversarial. As such, it's not a recipe for a healthy and successful partnership. And finally, when one person feels a strong need to know about their partner, but that partner is very unwilling to be open, both partners are likely to end up unhappy. One feels that their partner is being secretive, while the other feels that their partner is prying into their private affairs in an unwelcome way. That situation can amount to a lose-lose. Summing up, we see that clear, honest, and regular communication between partners is essential to the well-being of an intimate relationship. Looking beyond that generalization, though, we've also noted that relationships differ in the kind and the amount of personal information sharing that is best for a given relationship. There is no ideal communication flow. Instead, partners need to share what they'd like to know about their partner, and then they need to negotiate an agreement that's comfortable to both partners. As is true in ethical non-monogamy, 
Duplicity and dishonesty are relationship killers. They result in broken trust. The partners in an intimate relationship need to faithfully abide by whatever information exchange they have agreed upon. To learn more about Two Open Doors and to engage with our community, I'd like to invite you to visit the Two Open Doors private Facebook group, the Two Open Doors meetup group, and the Two Open Doors website and blog at twoopendoors.com. I also invite you to contact me directly by writing to me at claude, C-L-A-U-D-E, at twoopendoors.com. I'd love to hear from you, and I'll use your inputs to guide my work on future blog posts and podcast episodes. Thanks for visiting Two Open Doors.